Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And just a few questions. Are you sleeping at night? He doesn't sleep at all. How do you know that? I live here, Dad. Sorry to bother you. I know it's very late. We're both night owls, I think. Nighttime to some, a brief interlude. To others, the fear of solitude. Show a little faith, there's magic in the night. Jay Talking, Bradley Jay, WBZ News Radio 1030. WBZ, you are Jay Talking. We're live midnight to five. And we have Charlie Chippio here with us again. Charlie is a research fellow at the Ash Center of Harvard Kennedy School. We don't need to get into all the long list of accolades and awards and <laughs> diplomas and degrees. You sure you got the right guy? Yeah. <laughs> so easy going. Where do you find the time for all this? But thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Great to be in this beautiful new studio. Oh, yeah. Uh. And uh, and you still enjoying your decaf cappuccino? Uh, I'm getting treated like a celebrity <laughs> here tonight. It's great. Right. The, we're going to talk about the MBTA and about the uh, unstoppability of the driverless car and how that dovetails. But the thing that got me uh, interested in getting you in here is the, the T having to pay millions more a year to float ferry commuters after they awarded a new contract that hikes the cost by 40%. Yep. One uh, fiscal watchdog, is that you, says it's unacceptable. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, well, it, it, that's a tough one because ferries are a really good thing on the T because uh, ferries are reliable. Uh, they, uh, the, you know, the, cover, the fares cover a whole lot more of the, of the actual cost of the service than other modes of the T. Um, people like them. They tend to be on time. There's a lot of positives about ferries, and obviously we happen to be in a place geographically where ferries can play a big role because we're on the, on the water. Um, where can well, the ferries take passengers? Uh, the, well, they go from a, a few different stops uh, in the downtown area and Logan down to Hull and Hingham. Or at least those are the MBTA ferries. There's some private ferries that the new casino is going to have, not far from here. Which you can see. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, and um, the convention center authority is going to have some ferry service as well. So ferry service is a very promising thing, and it's a good thing for the MBTA. You don't have to build tracks. You know, it's low capital. It's a Which lot is less key. capital. You just cost. have a boat. That's right. That's right. Exactly. And um, so the problem, though, is that the the market needs to catch up with the business. In other words, we're going to see more and more ferries, uh, you know, because the service works. But right now, there's basically one bidder that bids on all these things, and that's why the bid price has gone up so much. If we can. You know, as, as ferries become more popular, if we can have, if we can build a bigger market and have more bidders, I think it'll become more cost effective. Do the ferries operate in the winter? Yeah, the MBTA ones operate year-round. The MBTA ones right now, I believe, are the only ones that actually operate year-round. And so, what are some of the 
places I can go from where to where? Where are some of the stops? Uh, let's see. You can go from you can go from Logan. You can go from uh, several of the wharfs. Uh, Will my T pass allow me on a ferry? Um, uh, well, yeah. It's uh, uh, the fares. They the depending on where you go, they have different ferries. They have different fares. Um, but you can go from Logan. You can go from some of the wharfs downtown. They go to Charlestown, and then they head out to on the other end to Hall and Hingham. Okay, so that doesn't really help me much. <laughs> I'm just well, worrying. no, right I'm now, just worrying about right, me right, right now. now. <laughs> right now, it's only about it's only about uh, uh, four thousand uh, four thousand riders a day. But I think what's interesting about it is that it's a service that holds the potential to move a lot more riders and do it cost effectively. So right now, it's not it's crazy, right? Four thousand riders a day. It's that's like, yeah, a lot. Like One percent of the T's overall yeah. ridership right now. Okay. But I, it has the potential to do more. And how come there's only one bidder? How does that ha- how well, because, how do you get more? Why well, why in other uh, words you get more yeah. when if you have eight thousand riders a day and you have and when you have more routes, you know, there's there's more a bigger business there and so you'll have more providers get into the business and you'll have more bidders. Okay. And once you have some competition you know, as we see in any area, the, the, the prices will go down. T doesn't want to get into the boat business themselves? Uh, buy some boats? I, I I don't think it would be wise for the T to buy boats and have to start up a whole not, new line of business trying to figure out how to maintain boats. You know, we got companies that this is what they do. So Right. You just had to deal with the trains and getting the rules about repairing those chains. Right, right. And, and you know, the ferries are nice because they're free – you don't have to worry about, you know, 100-year-old signal systems and switch systems. Right, just get a new boat. World War One tracks. L- low dough, right. comparatively. Exactly. What kind of boats do they use? Can you describe them? I've never seen one. Um, I mean, they're just, you know, they almost look like if, if you go down in the summertime, if you go down like by the aquarium, yeah. you see them dock there. I mean, they almost look like something that back in the day in the 80s and 90s you'd have got, up, got out on one of those booze cruises on or something. They're yeah. Big, you know, pretty comfortable boats. I have to think about taking the ferry to the airport. You've been to Venice, I'm guessing. Venice, yes. So uh, that's really hard to get from the airport uh, yeah. to Venice. And the the ferry to the airport is a real yeah. uh, option there. Yeah, no, that's right. 5.30 in the morning, you get on a few people with their suitcases. takes a few stops where you see all the beautiful yep. Venice in the background. Yeah, 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 all the different lines. Do you... Do you deal with the Keolis factor too? You must. That must be a party. Yeah, you do. I mean, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I do a ton of work in thinking about Keolis. I mean, Keolis, you know, clearly has not worked. Uh, I, I think that you know uh, they're losing money on the contract. They underestimated what it would take to do this. Um, I, you know, I do think that their 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 plan was that at the time when they won this contract, they only had one other. Um, they only had one other uh, commuter service of any size in the United States. And my sense is that they were willing to lose money on it to sort of get a foothold. But, uh, you know, it just, it just, uh, it has not, it has not worked. It has not worked out well. Um, and, I, you know, I think it also, not to say that there's not fault on their part, because there is, but it's also, um, it also shows that, you know, this sort of growing feeling among people who look at this stuff that you need to have a much longer term contract that puts a lot more responsibility 
for um, uh, improving the, the system and capital costs and new vehicles on the contractor and incentivizes them to actually do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because when you have a thing like this, which was an eight-year contract, there's not enough time. Right. To make that worthwhile, you have right. to have 30 years, right? Right. In so Europe, you can, in, what's in the Europe, word? It, uh, it, it, yeah, in Europe, it's, it's typically- They can buy something and right. space out the payments for 30 yes, years. exactly. It's typically, a, you know, typically 20, 30-year contract. Because you have to trust who you're giving a 30-year contract to. Oh. Or you got to structure the thirty-year contract so you so can get out of it. If they don't, or yes, or if that if they don't, um, if they don't perform well, they're going to lose money. Okay. Now, uh, yeah, you don't you don't want to rely on their goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> uh, I uh, I um, take the orange line, and uh, I'm told that there are going to be some new orange line cars early in the morning when I get out of here. They're already kind of moving back and forth. They're training people. There's a guy that rides the orange the new, line. The new, new, new ones. New ones. Yeah, oh, there, interesting. There's a big, well, yeah. I didn't realize Wellington is this big storage area for yeah. trains. Right, yeah. And they're kind of moving back and forth in the dark. Yep. No people on it. It's kind of spooky. And this guy says he knows what's going on because he deals somehow with the T. And he said that they're getting people trained up to operate them. And you have to, in order to do that, you have to have so many cars operating because you need to train people for so many hours. And that. He told me that that's getting held up. Yeah. But what? Uh, how is that going to change the game when these get all well, online? How many cars and how are they different? And what can you the, tell me the, about this? The, the new Orange Line trains and the new Red Line trains that are coming, you know, in the next year uh, are really going to change the world. That's a lot of work has been done since, you know, Snowmageddon and all the horrible yeah. stuff in 2015. And I think there's been some improvements, but this is the – this is the, the place where you're where the average rider is really going to start to see the big change from all the work that's been done because you know the the uh, the uh, capacity of these lines is going to change dramatically you're going to have bigger trains you're going to have trains that can run much more closely together uh, and so you know uh, on the red line you're talking about being able to double the amount of people that can travel on it Right. Uh, first, how can they be bigger? They're just longer, or are they wider? Yeah, and it's just more people. But the the big thing is that um, is that they are going to be able to the trains are going to be able to run much closer together. How come signaling or? Yeah, I, you know, I, when it when it comes to the technical stuff, well, maybe they just have my, more trains. My eyes glaze over. No, it's not just more trains. I mean, they're, they're, it's the technology that they're going to be able to go just be much more one one car after the other, and they're going to be able to. Uh, you know, double the amount of people that are able to use it. How ancient and out of date is the entire infrastructure of the Boston MBTA? Is it well, way you know, way off? Or how automated is DC, say, compared to us? Or how much better is DC? Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't think when it comes to the infrastructure in terms of tracks, in terms of signal systems, in terms of switch systems, you know, switches, those kind of things, it's bad. Um, I don't know that it's a lot worse than um, New York, say. You know, it, it, all these systems that have been ignored for too long are in bad shape. Boston is certainly in, particularly in bad shape. But I think a lot of what's particularly bad about the, the T that has changed in the last three years is really starting to change in the last three years. It's just a lot of the systems, you know, a lot of the paper systems, you know, the the money room that had yeah. you know that had you know 
cash strewn about and people sleeping, you know, and now it's now it's actually run by a professional organization and it's, you know, it's 70% cheaper and good, you know, it's a, so I, I think that, you know, as much as it is the infrastructure, it's a lot of the processes at the T that were really woefully behind the times. How many cars do you happen to know? The numbers? Just, I don't know. A lot, know, but it's, right? It's, it's like a whole hundred. new fleet. I mean, the yeah. whole thing. Well, I know the red line, it's the whole fleet. Uh, uh, and I think, wow. I don't know if it's the whole fleet on the orange line, but it's a, a lot. Scary stuff because, well, you know, when they initially introduced the light rail vehicles, there were bugs in it. Yeah. Like, I remember could, you couldn't go up the hill on Com Ave on a snowy day. It would spin its wheels. Boy, I, I, if I went to BU, I remember very well. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. <laughs> so that's probably, have they worked all the bugs out of these already? Are they doing that? I, well, I think that's what they're doing now. How does that work? They, they build one and drive it around and see if it works? Yeah, I think, I think systems, I think transit systems have gotten a whole lot better uh, because they've been burned a lot of times. And I don't just mean the T. I mean yep. transit systems everywhere by these things where they, they come with a ton of pra- uh, promises and they get, on the, you know, they get on the track and they don't work. So I think there's a, they do a whole lot more uh, testing and everything right now to make sure they, they actually do what they say they're going to do. In the past, they got some from... Uh, T got a bunch of... Uh, Boeing, but they had some from... They, they had some from Kinky Italy. And, yeah, Abratus from, from Italy. So that's a problem if you actually have them manufactured and assembled over there right? because you can't really tweak them. But I understand this time parts are made in Japan on the orange line, in China on the orange line, but assembled in the States. S- assembled, yes. I think assembled in Springfield, if I recall. But, you know, what I find amazing about this, and, uh, you know, in terms of the details of how you build these things, I, I, you know, I don't know anything. But I just find it strange that every time you want to, every time you have to place an order for these things that, it has to be, you know, sort of custom built. You'd think that there'd be some level yeah. of. Uh, Here's the size of our track. Build yeah, one. Right. Just, right. Yeah. Or we'll we'll take seven that have already been built. Yeah. Right. You're right. Exactly. You think there'd be some level of standardization, but. Uh, you know, I bet there are different rules, federal different, yeah. transportation rules, different track gauges, different and especially turning in different countries. Ra- ra- right. They probably a lot of places don't have the Boylston Street turn. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> complete with the squeaks. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I, I often think as I'm going up those stairs, there's no, I don't, there's no elevator in that one. Mm-hmm. There's endless right. stairs. Yeah, this intense squealing and, and those guys that sit in that little fair oh, booth I know. Can all you day long. That can't yeah. be OSHA. Yeah, okay with OSHA. They got to have the little things in their ears or something. Yeah, and speaking of people, uh, we see folks with red uniforms. There, they're sort of. Welcoming committee yes. people. Yes. Yeah. The, the the idea there was that you know for a long time we had uh, you know people who were sitting there you know in the uh, in the kiosk not too long ago you know manually selling tokens if you remember and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yep. Wasn't that long ago? It seems like another world. But uh, you know, and uh, the reality is that there were times when those folks were maybe not there. Other times they were a little bit less than welcoming and engaging and all that kind of thing. And so the idea was that when they, when we went to this, this sort of auto, automated fare collection, that you could keep some number of those folks, uh, especially given that Boston is a big tourist destination and times of year when, where there's a lot of tourists here, and and bring them out, you know, and put the vests on them so they can be recognized, so that they can be there. ambassadors. Yes, they can be there to help. People yeah. use the you know the the Charlie card machines and all that. That kind of really stuff. is helpful because, as you know, if you go to another country, you show up. Yeah. You get to the airport. Yep. You're all fuzzy and tired. 
You've been flying all night. Exactly. You go into, you, you want to go into town, so you go to the train, and then you got to figure out how to use their machine. First time I went to Italy uh, and I was in Milan, I went through the same lines uh, two or three times and just kept doing the same thing over and over again. I, I speak a little Italian now, but I really didn't then. I had no idea what they were saying to me. And uh, yeah, it's very not the way you want to start your vacation or whatever. No, and it, it pretty much starts that way each time. You yeah. get there to the screen, yep. and you you have no idea how it works. And you try to speak to somebody. Can right. you please help me? But it's rush hour, and they don't really have the time. Exactly. It's like select language, English. Yes. If they have it, if but they, they don't. They won't say English. It'll have a British flag. Yes. Yes. English, exactly. American yes. English doesn't even yes. exist. Well, we can at least make out the one under the British flag. So, so the folks. Um, the ambassadors, they're not union, probably? Oh, I think they are, yes. Oh, really? Yes. But the different job description, they're not making the million dollars an hour that, that well, the guys in the, toll, in the booth uh, were making. Well, the, 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 people, the people who are really extremely well-paid are the, you know, the bus drivers and the, well, and, the, and the mechanics. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, and the, uh, uh, the, the subway drivers, that kind of thing. But they all do... Um, benefit from the uh no there, there is no other version of it anywhere in the world mbta pension so mm -hmm. uh any idea about the time frame of these new cars general when we can start to ride on them uh in the next year in the next year so it's coming fantastic that's gonna be great gonna you be know great. as a t, a t rider there's one thing on the orange line that's weird they have the they the fuzzy seats, mm -hmm. and those are designed so you don't uh, graffiti on them. Right. But if you spill a Coke on them, the yeah. Coke is there for 20 years. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. The Coke is like, it's almost like bubble gum on there. It gets oh, so geez. sticky. And, yeah, I, I don't know, know what they I were thinking. I'd rather live with the graffiti, I think. Yeah. You know, there's some graffiti that has a certain charm, artistic yeah. value to it. You're spending a lot of time on the driverless car uh, that is coming. Mm-hmm. And when we do talk shows, we talk, we we ask, would you use a driverless car? We kind of talk in terms of if, but you all are not talking in terms of if at all. You're talking in terms of when. Yeah, no, it's it's all it's coming. You know, driverless, uh, mostly electric uh, vehicles are are coming. I think a lot of them will be uh, uh, will be um, shared because it will be very inexpensive and. Uh, they're they're just going to offer too many benefits. You know, they they are definitely coming. It's only a matter of the timing. So yeah. people are not going to own cars. Right? Uh, really, is it going to be a shared yeah. thing? I mean, my own estimate would be we're talking. You know, there there are some experts in this who say you know the next car you buy will be the last car you ever buy. I, I I'm not sure of that, but I certainly think in the next uh, 20. 20, 25 years, yeah, because it just makes so much sense. It removes a huge expense for you. Yes. A, I still can't figure out why they, you have to pay when you get on the door. It holds everything up. Well, you need to have a system so that all the doors open like they do in every other place on the planet. The next big thing after the red and green line cars is a brand new system-wide fare collection 
uh, plan that's going to do exactly that. Oh, wow. It's going to speed up the green line by 10%. Charles, Charlie Tipio talking about public policy and transportation in specific. And we were going to switch to self-driving cars. But first, a couple of questions more about the T. You talked about Snowmageddon. What year was that? 19, uh, 2015. Okay. January, February. What was it about that year that caused so much havoc? On the tee, it wasn't just volumes of snow, right? It was, was well, it, it was, cold. You know, what was it? It was cold. It was you know we had never had uh, 109 inches of snow in a month. And it didn't start till February. It didn't start till the very end of January. Yeah, it was mostly all in February. Uh, it was pretty unprecedented. It was pretty incredible. But it was also, um, you know, it was it was a whole lot of years of dysfunction went into that. You know, it was really the perfect storm. You know, what I have written many times is that the amazing thing about 2015 was not, you know, what happened and the fact that the T basically collapsed. The, the amazing thing was that it lasted that long. Uh, before it collapsed. Before it collapsed, yeah. So it was like a strong, like trees and a strong wind. Yes. There hadn't been a strong wind for a long time, and it got blown down. That's right. So things like uh, rubber. Rubber gets hard and mm -hmm. cracky. That's right. And so if it gets cold, the, the the lines will break, brake lines break, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, and they just, they weren't, um, you know, they the T had had a whole lot of chronic problems. They weren't investing in the whole um, uh, winter resilience kind of things that they, they do a lot of now. Um, they had very sort of uh, uh, old-fashioned ways to de-ice. You know, they were still using, you know, 20th or Windex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ways of, of sort of de-icing the system. Um, and, you know, they just, they, the T had historically been terrible that they would have, you know, X hundreds of millions of dollars to spend on capital maintenance. And they were so dysfunctional that they couldn't actually work it through the bureaucracy and get it out the door, you know. Uh, and so all of these kind of things. There were staffing problems as well that came to a head, right? You talked about there were the big staffing people problems. on leave. Yeah, I mean, there was huge absentee problems. There was massive, and a lot of the absentee problems was because they were completely lax about um, who qualified for the uh, Family and Medical Leave Act, the federal law, uh, and uh, there was huge overtime problems, uh, big absentee problems. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, it was, it was, um, it was like, uh, going back, it was a, like a museum is the best way that I can describe it. All right. Now, on to self-driving cars. Of course, that's likely to have an effect on the MBTA and its long-term future. How do you how do you view that? Well, uh, here's what I think. You already are seeing, uh, you know, just with Lyft and Uber, which is, you know, which is just, a, 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 you know, one one millionth of what's to come in terms of the kind of transformation that we're about to see. You're already seeing a lot of transfers, uh, a lot of transportation systems, a lot of transit systems, uh, you know, sort of shutting down bus service, for example, that is a little further away from the city because it can't compete anymore and just saying, hey, look, we will subsidize you to take Uber and Lyft uh, instead. And when you have these uh, driverless, largely shared um uh, electric vehicles, what you're going to have is a situation where, you know, more than half of the cost of any transportation service tends to be the driver. You're not going to have a driver anymore. Places like the MBTA are likely to no longer have a cost advantage, uh, which means that the T uh, is really going to have to kind of enter the 21st century 
uh, in terms of its effect, in, in terms of its efficiency to be able to compete. There's not going to be the margin for error there that there is now. Do you think the self-driving cars will all be private or will there ever be a public fleet? Uh, I think it's going to start out largely as sort of like Uber fleets kind yeah. of thing. I, I don't think a whole lot of people are going to own their own vehicles anymore. I think it's largely going to be transportation as a service. It's going to come pick you and maybe some other people who are near you and going to the same place up, drop them off, and then go off so to the next. Exactly like rideshare now, only there will be no driver. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they will be able to go more quickly, and they will be much more close together on the road. And so there will be, uh, you'll be able to get a lot more uh, people through on the same size roadway. And uh, I haven't heard any great things about tests. We we hear because I guess that's what the media gives us about things that go wrong. Right? Do they work yet, or are we just crossing our fingers the technology will be solid in twenty no, years? No, I mean what I I think I think they work. Um, the the you know the the question the thing is when you bring in something like this, uh, it has to do more than work because if even you you have even a couple of you know tragedies yeah that even if they're you know one in a million one in a billion so it's kind of got to be safe like the airline got, industry you, right you really got to get it right before you can introduce it i can understand uh, it'd be pretty easy i think in city streets but 128 speeds of 70 miles an hour well, are they going to be bumper to bumper even then probably will right yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah you'll you'll at least you'll uh, uh, something like 128 you'll see at least double um the uh, the amount of of people being moved, you know, in the same space because they're going to be, the vehicles are going to be able to be very close together. There won't be accidents. There won't be stopping to look at the accident. You know, all that stuff is gone. What about slippery road conditions? I'm just popped into my head. Yeah, no. And that's right. And, 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 and what things that are not driver error. Right. And what they do, what they, what, what the, you know, that I think is, there are still issues around that. But the other thing about these vehicles is that they're all connected. So, in other words, as soon as you, as soon as you have one vehicle who experiences uh, any kind of slippery road conditions, that message will go out to all. Everybody the slows down. Area. Yeah, and it will be automatic. Yeah, it's not going to be the police telling them to slow down. No, and you know it's very interesting. You mentioned the police. Um, you know, the effects of this are going to be dramatic. If you look at the percentage of. Um, the amount of the business that hospitals and emergency rooms do that's from traffic accidents. Oh, yeah. That's gone. If you look at... All human error. Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah, I mean... That's no drunk driving accidents, no texting and driving yeah, right. accidents. And, and uh, when you mentioned drunk driving and that kind of thing, you know, right now, uh, some huge... I can't remember. I, I was looking at this a while back. You know, 40%. Some huge number of people's sort of uh, first contact with law enforcement is through a vehicle stop mm -hmm. well that's aren't going to be vehicle stops you know the number of people uh, the prison population is likely to go down dramatically this is really going to have extremely widespread impact now, a lot society. of the society we know is focused is, is based on our current transportation method a lot of it yeah and that's all going to change it's all going to change i'm just so interested in no human error no idiots zinging zinging in and out of of lanes right. dangerously, no speeding, no texting and driving, no drunk driving, no being dumb and driving. Here's the big challenge. The big challenge is 
I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years from now, when you have all these new vehicles, but you still also have people, you know, traditional drivers, and they have to coexist. That's going to be a very big challenge. Here's the thing. I don't think they have to, and probably you have to ban regular cars because one idiot on the road can... With those cars moving so many people on, say, Route 128, twice the volume, Mm -hmm. working perfectly, if one thing goes out of whack, you could be on that road for eight hours. Well... You got a point. I don't want to be a politician that gets up and says, I'm going to ban people from owning their cars. So mm-hmm. that's going to be a tough one, I think, politically. Politically? Is that is that how it's going to go? I guess politically, huh? But Everything does, right? I suppose. I don't. Would you say that the two can coexist? Because I would say, no, they can't. I think there's a lot of, you know, if you read all the sort of literature about it, there's a lot of ideas that there'll be separate lanes, you know, and things like that. So uh, Separate lanes? You know, yeah. Yeah, but... Exits. Everybody has to exit. Yeah, no, I know. There's maybe uh, roads, separate roads. Certain roads will just be for automatic cars. Yeah, and here you're right. You could do something like that because here's the problem: you can't like build new roads for it because this period of coexistence is going to be relatively brief, right? So you don't want to spend billions right. of dollars on new infrastructure for just a, a relatively short transition period. So do you see the? MBTA going totally away? It just won't. No, I don't see the MBTA going totally away. But I think what the MBTA needs to focus on is they need to focus on uh, they need to focus on uh, uh, the service in the core area, particularly the downtown area, because because the the same amount of road is going to be able to accommodate so much people throughout in most areas. You know, this will be this will reduce congestion, but in Downtown core areas, congestion could become a real problem, and uh, and it is it, it is really imperative that if you have a mile long trip you have to take, we need to have a good enough transit system that you want to do it by transit rather than gumming up the roads with with uh, uh, you know with a, a a driverless vehicle. So yep. that's 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 one. The other place is just you know fixed routes that really are popular, where there's really a lot of traffic. You know those are the those are the two things that I think where if we are you know if 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 we can if we can do this effectively, that that transit will still have a place. Would the cars ever actually connect to one another? Uh, physically, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess you to become. Could. Little pods that connect when you get on the oh like yeah oh you mean the, like almost like, almost like the uh, the, uh, toys. the the uh, the 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 the, uh, the lunar module and the and the orbiting vehicle connecting and well yeah instead of having very them. little distance between them right. why not have no distance right um, then you would never have any sort of collision because you'd already be touching yeah I mean I guess you could do that if, crazy. if you have a whole line of people that are <laughs> all going, going to the same, the same place yeah. yeah what are these cars going to look like are they gonna have- I don't want them to look like a car. I want them to look like some sort of pod where I can kick back, read a book, and I don't yeah, want space I mean, wasted by a steering wheel. I mean, I think from what I've seen, I think, yes, I think it's going to be a lot of that. Now, I would think that they'll come in different sizes because some of them will be designed to, uh, you know, take just a couple people around. Others will be shared vehicles because you can get the price down even further if you have a bunch of people yeah, going to the same place. I guess so. I don't even need windows in my. I don't want to see all those other cars. I just the windows. If I design this thing, it's going to have the uh, windows going to be a TV screen. Yeah. 
Well, that would be very disruptive at first. You're right. To have to do, I mean, it would be certainly be very jarring to just, me, right, to see all these cars as inches away from you. People shouldn't. I'm surprised people are fighting it so much. Folks, you'll be able to have a martini and watch a movie on the way home yeah. from work, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, note you can text your little brain out and not get in trouble. Absolutely. You, know, that, you can and bury your face right in your iPhone. That's another, another reason, another sort of economic change it's going to bring on is that uh, – you know the hospitality industry. All the all the people now who you know rent a room and you know sleep it off after uh, some meeting at a hotel bar or something. You yeah, know, they just sleep in the car now. DUIs gone. Thing of the past. I, I, it's such a gr- great thing. Any downsides that you can think of? Other, it's once it gets working. Have you come up with yeah. any downsides? Uh, well, I mean, I would say one is. As I said before, the one place where it could really be a, a congestion issue is, you know, the sort of central cities. So that's why it, it will be important that we have a functioning, uh, more would need to be more efficient than it is today transit system. And, and the other thing I would say is, uh, you know, like with anything else, there will be unanticipated downsides. I'm sure that we're not thinking of yet. So well, when another, some would say this is a downside. One of the other things that is likely to change is that, uh, for example, if you uh, you know pay a lot of money to live in um, uh, Newton or Brookline, um, the reality is that I think that the, the uh, values there are likely to go down and values further out are likely to go up simply because it's going to be, you're going to be able to get to further away places much more quickly and much more conveniently. And so it is likely to cause sprawl. Okay. Uh, now we're out of time, but we shouldn't, we certainly uh, filled that hour full of excellent information. Charlie, thank you for coming here. Well, I hope thank it, you. I hope it wasn't too much of a hassle to get here. And I hope that the awesomeness of the inside uh, makes it worth getting to the outside. And you and the cappuccino and, Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Excellent. Thank you very much. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.